Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Jan. Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, welcome to the dollhouse. Jane, you you had a teen story, though. Not very exciting, but I needed to share. Okay. Um, I don't usually get breakfast before weekdays. It's just... It's just not part of my schedule, but I happened mm-hmm. to get go to the like local bagel spot last Wednesday morning, and there were two girls in Catholic school uniforms getting breakfast before school. Oh, shit. And then, like, a third one walked in, and I was sort of, like, watching how they interacted. Like, two were together. The third wasn't, but she did stand by them, and she, like, she didn't talk to them, and she was, like, looking at herself and her phone very, like, not self-consciously. Um, and I was a little disturbed by how cute I thought they looked in their skirts. Wait, 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 wait. So the third was, like, too cool for them, or they were too cool for her? It seemed very neutral. It seemed like... No, it's not. I'm going to tell okay. you now. It's not. See, I, I need to go back. I need to go back next Wednesday. But yeah, my question I'll for go you, with you. Okay, perf. My question for you was like, were you ever... Did you ever get breakfast before school as a teen? Oh, absolutely not. I I mean, I'm, I'm the way I am now, which is like, I would always rather sleep an extra 15 minutes than like get up and do that. So... I, I've had, when I was in like 11th and 12th grade, I had like a bus ride that was like 45 minutes and I would get on the bus and fall asleep before it pulled out of my apartment like driveway because they Incredible. were like waiting for other people in the apartment to come down Whoa! <laughs> and then wake up as we were pulling up at school. <laughs> so you didn't eat until lunch? Um, occasionally I would be able to, like I would have free periods like in the morning and I would yeah. be able to get food, but... Yeah, I guess like sometimes I would bring snacks. I just I'm I'm not a morning eater or person. Um, yeah, <laughs> Jane, would you like to read the email? Speaking of eating, <laughs> would you like to update us um, on a very important topic brought up on last episode and what came in our email inbox? Yeah, I don't I don't have it in front of me, but oh. it was very short, and so I I'll actually say have that it. it was oh okay. perfect. You you do it word for word then. Um. This is from Emily. Subject line, I ate the dyed eggs. Body of the message. What food waste monster would throw them away? And that's all. I feel vindicated. I feel vindicated. Thank you, Emily. I like that it says the dyed eggs. Like there's like a specific set of dyed eggs we were talking about. (laughs) Instead of just like us having like a pointless debate about us not knowing whether it's like safe to eat food dye. Um, You feel good about this yeah the yes. dye has to be food safe i'm this is still a psa i feel like usually there's like a lot of food safe dye for icing this isn't important let's I, not talk about dye any longer okay speaking of things from your teens we should jump into this movie which is shot at my high school and middle school oh and middle school sick okay um yes, would you I'll like clarify to clarify everything mm-hmm. <laughs> would you like to introduce our guest I absolutely would. All right. Sainique Smythe is a Chicago-based comedian, actor, and writer. She hosts two comedy podcasts, Everybody Wants Something, and We Die First. Hi. Hi. Hello. Good, Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here. And you go you go by Say, right? Like, usually. That's your nickname. I don't know. Okay. So... <laughs> Okay, that's a weird story. I 
So pandemic started, all comedians I knew ended up going on to Twitter and like using Twitter a lot. I joined them. My handle at the time was say anything, like a play on my, like I was say Neek, say anything. And then I met people and they started calling me say, like that was my name. So I just like leaned into it. (laughs) It's a little like, yeah. It's like like part of my brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that that is a risk you take when you you get like a cute Twitter handle is that it could be even even if it's like much more um, like you choose something that's even further away from your name. Like people are just going to be like, hey, horny gal, like they're just going to assume it's your name. Uh-huh. <laughs> At least it wasn't. Horny yeah, gal. no. I have a friend who goes by BB Apes, and her name's April, but, like, in my mind, she's always BB Apes. (laughs) Uh, I really like that. I love the name Say, honestly, and Say Neek, so you're good. Thank Um, you. Yeah, we'll see what what sticks. Well, okay, so it it is not a name you went by in your teens. However, Say, we like to ask all the guests who come on the pod, what type of teen were you? Uh, Oh, goodness. Um, So I was... Uh, I was a very, I think I was like kind of your generally good kid. Like I was, you know, I never really got in trouble. Um, I feel like a good indication of that is like whenever I was walking in the hall, I never worried about having a hall pass. And like no one's going to stop wow. me. Like I literally wow. am a good kid. Like I'm on student a government. I, yeah. I like don't do anything wrong. But like I was also like deeply just like, angry and disaffected so i feel like i had classic gemini i feel like my face <laughs> in school was like oh like sweet good kid but like secretly i like hated everything secretly evil super sardonic type of team just- a gemini <laughs> <laughs> you were from was- washington dc right yeah the suburbs outside of the city oh where silver spring okay cool i lived in dc for three years and my boyfriend is from oh. reston virginia so i'm fairly familiar okay. But yeah, I was just kind of like, I was a good kid. Um, I wanted to get into trouble, but I just like never did. Um, The story I always tell people is that I used to roll um, oregano cigarettes. Oh (laughs) Oh my God. Did you, do you, can you smoke that? Like what happens? (laughs) You can. It just just smells like Italian food. (laughs) (laughs) But I would like after school, I would come home and I like roll a little like oregano joint and I would, like oh. smoke it at the garage. Were you alone? I be bad, she was so I was ready. Scared. Yeah, oh I was God. alone. I was like, I want to be bad, but I'm scared to be bad, so I just like settled for oregano. I sort of relate to this because we we had wine in the fridge because we're Jewish, and I I get is that a normal because we're Jewish? Whatever. There was wine in the fridge for Jewish purposes. I get it. I, yeah, it's like Manischewitz. Like I get and it. Yeah. I like when I was really young would sometimes go and just drink like a tiny amount just to be like right, right, right. This wasn't even like th- this wasn't even like party get dry. It was just like I know I'm doing something sort of bad, and it yeah. feels good. To I mean, to that. be fair, like I still cannot roll a joint, and so like you have. <laughs> oh, me neither. Well, I, I don't. I could roll an oregano cigarette, but it's not I the same thing. It's like notebook that, paper. You're saying this like it's a thing. <laughs> an oregano cigarette. <laughs> You know, one of those oregano cigarettes. <laughs> um, say, had you ever seen this movie before? I had. Oh, yeah. what? Um, what's your relationship with the movie? How did you hear about it? Um, I watched it actually around the same age that Dawn oh. is. Whoa. So it is. <laughs> um, I grew up in a house where I could watch anything. Yeah. 
anything as long as there wasn't like like TNA, I could watch anything. So this was fine for me because, I mean, mentions of assault, but like none actually happened. Right. So it's like this is I'm this is okay for me to watch. Um, I I watched it because um. I have an older sister who's eight years older than me, nine years older than me. So she's kind of like a millennial Gen X cusp. And this was a movie that she really liked. And I think she was watching it. And I just like came in the room and was like watching yeah. it with her and was like, oh, my God, this movie's amazing. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you say that because I felt like I probably could have gotten away with watching a movie like this. But my 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 mom was really worried about like like seeing sex in movies but she only really knew the big the big like blockbuster ones so like we had a vhs of titanic in the house and like i wasn't allowed to see it if no one else was there (laughs) but like but it was like the forbidden fruit in our like tv console i would just like look at the cover and be like hmm i wonder if i could get through the movie before they come home I mean, it's like it's four hours long. long, so probably yeah, not. The answer, the answer being no, you can't. But it's like Titanic is so like pure compared to like what goes on in this movie. I mean, yeah, yeah, less less um less introspective than what goes on in this movie, though it is very sad. Jane, um, obviously you ha- you have been my link to this movie. You um, I had not seen it before you started talking about it, but did uh, can can you talk more about how you found out it was going to be at your school or? when uh no wait it was filmed before we were in middle school i was two yes um, oh, okay okay <laughs> yeah i i I'm, i think that i found out it was filmed at my school and that's why i wanted to watch it um i didn't mm-hmm. watch it when i was 12 i you you're a stronger person than i am um i probably was like around 17 when i first watched it and i don't think i've seen it since then maybe i i don't remember but i haven't seen it a lot um, but I did like it and kind of was like, oh, it's, it's shot at my hometown and it's good. Yeah. Like, so that's, that feels, I mean, I did, I, it's because of me, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, but Jane, oh. the, it's not the same name of the school, right? Like, did they change, like the sign it's, is different. So they, it's Franklin High in the movie and I went to James Caldwell High School. And what's fun is if you see the football uh scoreboard they just put a shitty cover of franklin over i guess caldwell <laughs> and they left chiefs we we are the chiefs a much disputed name because Aww. it's racist um yeah <laughs> you know it's just it's racist um yeah so they just left the chiefs in there cute a little easter That's a little amazing. easter egg for the chiefs how different does the school look? At least when you when you went there, like what was did it feel very similar? Or have they changed it a lot? It it looks the same. I mean, it's incredible. Love that. Like there's, I'll talk about it more when we go through specific scenes. But um, wow, sometimes it'll be like on lockers, and I'm like, well, that could be any <laughs> that could be any school, or it's in a classroom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. But then I'll be like, no, that's that's where yeah, I yeah. went to an assembly, and that's where I ate lunch in the library. It's it's it looks the same. Um, have your, have your parents seen this, Jane? No, and, um, I will not recommend that they do. But they know that it's a movie shot in, at your school, or no? No, they don't, they don't know, they don't have, like, this is not a world. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Dark movies is not part of their life. See, the thing is, I would have to, like, struggle to, like, keep my parents from watching it if something was, like, shot in our hometown. (laughs) They would be, like, the ones telling me. Um, what is our, what's everyone's relationship with Heather Matarazzo? Say... 
Um, well, I guess this I mean, movie being the first one. This movie, I think, was the first time I ever saw her. Um, I think I then I saw her again maybe on Roseanne. She was like on that for a few episodes. Um, and then, of course, The Princess Diaries yeah. where she plays that terrible friend who tells her friend to get over her dad's death. You know, he died like a few months yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that character, that is my first encounter with her. And that character is kind of like a stand-in for being like, Someone who's angry at hot people, I feel. (laughs) And you're supposed to like them a lot. Jane, how about you? Same. Princess Diaries. She is the Princess Diaries best friend for me. And But there's there's that one line, which I want to, in my mind, I'm like, it's so quotable, but I can't remember it, where she's like, she's distracting in the classroom. She's giving a speech. You know what? I don't know. Voltaire. 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 I'd like to talk about (laughs) Voltaire. Um, I yes I love her in that movie I do think it uh, yeah it's it's she is supposed to always be the joke being that she's like not hot which kind of sucks but like like she talks about how when she was young and like filming this and like other movies pre-princess diaries interviewers would say like how does it feel to play such an ugly girl (laughs) and it's like (laughs) And she was like, yeah, what you hear if you're a teenager is how does it feel to be such an ugly girl? Because it's like, you're not playing an appear, you know, I don't know. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I kept thinking about that the whole time. Or honestly, every time I watch, I'm just like, what is it like to be a kid, like a child actor and your type is the like unfortunate looking character? And like that, the whole thing is about you not being cute is so like... I, I, at that age, I also like had a pretty low self-esteem. So it was like, I could not imagine, like one time a boy told me I was ugly on the bus, fucking Tracy Morgan, you're <gasps> listening to this podcast, <laughs> fight yes. you. I remember, I remember, every, you know, like Let's in Billy Madison, him. he has that like list of like people who <laughs> yes, bullied him. Yes. I still remember. But um, yeah, like that happened one time yeah. and like devastated me. Like I could not imagine having to then, like, deal with adults, not yeah. just kids. Because at least kids, you can, like, yeah, kids suck. But, like, a grown adult telling you, like, so what's it like being ugly? Yeah, and you can't even, you can't do, even talk about deal? it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I feel that, too, because I feel, like, if it came out now, they would sort of maybe shield her from that or just, like, mm-hmm. or, like, hot. yeah, or just, like, put a lot of makeup on her for any photo shoots. And so, I don't know. But, but, of course, like, in the early 90s, they're just, like, Wow, you're so ugly. Like, what do you think? <laughs> Are there even ugly kids in Hollywood today? Like, yeah, I'm, exactly, exactly. Not to say that Heather Butterass is ugly because she's, she's not. not. The thing is, she's, yeah. she's Hollywood ugly. She's not. She's very she's normal. Extremely looking normal looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, and she's pretty. I don't ugly. know if exactly. But even in in like movies today, where there is a like, I think of eighth grade is one that I always compare this to. Yeah. Of like shitty situation for a teenage girl. They don't focus on her look so much. It's more about just like she's a misfit because she like, you know, is shy. Yeah. But it's not about how she looks. And I don't know if – is that like a thing that even happens anymore? Yeah, there's like, no more uh, – Which is a good thing. I'm not saying that's bad. I think we should but there's no more, not like, make children ugly feel bad duckling. about their looks. Yeah, there's no like ugly duckling stage of ki- – I guess maybe – um Jane, you know what I'm thinking of is the other actors in Pen15 – like the kid, <laughs> they the all kid look like actors kids. in Pen15. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's yeah. That's so nice. I will say that like – She's not an ugly person or, no. or child. And no, so it, even though they call her ugly, 
I think what is like what's happening is she's just someone who is easy to be made the victim. Like she's just someone who Yeah. Some people just get bullied and I'm not a psychiatrist, so I don't know why, but <laughs> I'm sure like when people were asking her that, like they didn't phrase it correctly and like <sighs> Yeah, I she wish they, I wish I they mean, had done better. To to stop talking about that part of it, she she like really <laughs> was committed to this movie. She like always had apparently she like would work I mean this is bad, but she would like work after hours and like agree to like just always go beyond like what was required. She was just like personally really committed to the movie and she talked about how like she really loved this like feisty character and um just like wanted to do stuff that maybe her mom like sometimes disagree with her about whether she was comfortable with that um so yeah they they talk about how like they because the budget was so cheap they sometimes would just like work really long hours which is like not legal with child actors yeah. <laughs> like not allowed <laughs> um but yeah i think i think we should jump right in um i will say really quick that the director um todd salons wanted to name the movie um f slurs and r slurs as the <laughs> name of the movie and i i'm really happy that that's not what it turned out to be because it would also just like not be funny <laughs> yeah oh god I'm, the early 90s i'm conflicted <laughs> we'll talk about it i'm con- okay, i have, okay, I have okay. some conflict within me all right let's do this mm. dawn do is it. a lonely 12 year old who gets harassed at school her older brother mark plays clarinet in a garage band and her little sister missy is her parents clear favorite dawn's only friend is ralphie a sixth grader who she hangs out with in her shoddy clubhouse when bully brandon copies off her test they both get detention later dawn shoots a spitball back at some bullies but it goes into a teacher's eye getting her in more unearned trouble mark offers hot guitarist steve help in school if he joins the band and dawn is smitten mark tells dawn he he can't play uh, he can't pay attention to girls because he wants to get into college but that steve is so horny gal he would go out with any girl who would go all the way <laughs> mm. yeah um this movie is so cruel but like and it's why i love it it's just like such a yeah. fucked up i i think i think it's why it resonated with me at the age i watched it because it feels so real like it's so I think it's, like, one of the few movies that really captures the cruelty of that age. Like, I don't know. There's something about – like, I feel like, okay, when I look back at my life, I'm like, oh, ages I would go back to. You know, you think about being, like, a little kid and how, like, oh, it was so fun and, like, carefree and I would play tag with my friends and it was great. Or I look back at my teen years, like, late teens. I'm like, oh, I had some freedom. I would go back to, you know, like, I wish I was, you know, I I knew what I knew now at 17. I would have been fucking amazing. I would never go back to 12. Like, that is literally – that is, like – no man's land. It is World War One. We are not crossing this path because it's so horrible. And I think it's why I love this movie because it's like, yeah, it's like it so was good just at it. yeah awful. <laughs> like, everything about it was bad. yeah. The director was uh, like, oh, I was watching stuff like The Wonder Years, and it was also like nice and like mm-hmm. beautiful, and like that's not what it was <laughs> was like at all. I was gonna ask you both if they're was much bullying in middle school specifically um that you saw at your school not to be a cop oh, yeah. i feel like the way i asked that was like <laughs> if you saw something could you say something like that's what it that's what it sounded like just now it's like that meme and it's like a like a question like that and it's actually just like a cop yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, yeah, I actually think that the worst bullying I remember seeing was during middle was in middle school. school. By high school, I think, I mean, it still happened, but I think people cared a lot less. Yeah. So it was like, you know, if you were a misfit, it was kind of like, I mean, the worst that would happen to you, which I guess is still bad, you're just kind of left out. But like no one really went out of your their way to be like mean. Whereas middle school, it was like people were just mean. Yeah. Like, and I, I will admit that I like, I never – bullied anybody but I definitely like was a bystander in bullying I definitely laughed and just like was present for it and didn't have the guts to say something about it but like yeah and and you just like have no like idea of like what you could like why you would or what you could do differently Jane what about you yeah I feel like I maybe this is why I sort of struggle with this movie a little bit but I was so separate from bullying um the only time I truly feel like I was bullied by someone who wasn't my friend was in Hebrew school. Lee Wilson. Um, <laughs> yes. I think she, we're naming all. names here. I think, okay. struggled, I think she might have struggled with some stuff. So like, I forgive her, but she bullied me in Hebrew school. But otherwise, the like, the social issues that I, or the social discomfort I had was always like intra my sure, friends, sure. you know, which I think mm. is normal and not exactly bullying. Um, so yeah, I felt so far away from from it and even though i would not go back to middle school either some of what dawn deals with is just like it's like wild so much it's so much yeah there are people at the school that seem to be having a a more chill time maybe (laughs) like like the girl whose birthday it is but yeah i i remember um the thing i yeah i when you were talking scenic i was thinking back to middle school and like there was this one girl and i'm only gonna tell the story because there's like a happy ending which is that there was one girl that for some reason everybody i think she had like psoriasis or something and just like Mm -hmm. had skin issues and everybody like made fun of it and started taking her name and saying like let's say her name was also isa and being like isa germs and like running around and like being like oh i like got the germs and it it like breaks my heart to like remember that the happy ending being she is now like an off-broadway or i should say community theater and off-broadway like incredible musical theater person who like regularly gets cast as the lead and like these small productions and stuff and has like a great life and a beautiful voice and i just like (laughs) yeah i just like get emotional thinking about her because like truly for like two three years maybe that was like her life and like and then in high school we just all pretended it didn't happen which is insane insane like that's what's gonna happen to these kids Mm. yeah you forget about it and it's like and and also it's like that age i think you're you're so far removed from just like the actual impact of the things you do that like it takes um i know my thing the thing that i like was a bystander to there was a girl and this is middle school and hindsight it's like this girl was gorgeous i think we were just jealous of her she had like beautiful hair but it was just big bushy hair but it was like really healthy lovely hair and she was like what we considered hairy which it's the odd so her eyebrows were right thick which today Today, like people are like putting fucking soap in their eyebrows (laughs) yeah 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 exactly but like in what 2004 it was like her eyebrows are too bushy and like she walked she had to walk by our our lunch table to get in line every day to go get lunch and a friend of mine would call her beastie (gasps) and we would all laugh and i I look, it's like one of those like moments where I look back and I'm like, I am not proud of that. Cause I sat there yeah. and just like, I laughed too. I never called her beastie. I never, you know, went out of my way to to be mean, but we just yeah. like, did this. Yeah. And it was so 
fucking mean for no reason. This girl never did. I don't even know what her name was. Like we never, she never did anything to any of us. Yeah. And we just decided that was like something to do. And I'm pretty sure if I brought it up to any of them, they would be like, I don't remember <gasps> that. Like I'm like, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> like guys who are mean. You sound like the main character from a wonderful film, Before I Fall. Oh, you, should, you should check it out. Um, Wait, Zoe what Dutch. happens? Oh, she does she, she learned, die? Oh, well, <laughs> why? You gotta check it out. You gotta it's check called it out. Before I Fall. So I was like, wait, did she die? Yeah, yeah like, it is. You know, as you were saying that, I realized like some some movies now like they make the mean high school kids like do stuff like that, like Beastie and like just like calling a name. And I do think it's like more of middle school um, territory. Um, because it's so dumb and childish. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. Right. And no one knows yeah. what they, they're doing in middle school. I mean, you don't really know what you're doing in high school, but in middle school, you're just so insecure and like, mm-hmm. ah. Um, and for me, um, the everybody calling each other gay was like huge also in like mm-hmm. middle school. I And I went to, I went to an all girls school, but it was like, and then my brother went to the like counterpart all boys school and in both our peer groups like that was just like the constant like you the girls would call each other gay yeah or actually like Mm -hmm. just horny what yeah wait horny was an insult not necessarily an insult but like making fun (laughs) of people like yes girl (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly i I sure am but being like settle down being like like control yourself What? I, I'm not I'm not explaining this well. Um my question was, do you remember anyone who was like called gay in like middle school who like simply is not like it's just like a stupid insult? Cuz I had a friend like that who's like one of the straightest people I know. <laughs> like not even the tiniest bit by unlike me and so like it's just like insane to like look back and remember that. Um, he was very good natured about it. He just like would be like, ha ha. And I'm like, dude, that was like years of your life that people would just say that to you. Hmm. I mean, we we definitely like that. I mean, yeah, that was an insult. Like, and again, stupid. We would say that or like, I mean, the R slur was definitely one that mm. was thrown around. It, and, and I'm not trying to excuse it because but I think it definitely was the time. I don't know if right. kids still do that today, but like the time it just was like. People just said that. Like, it was on TV all the time, yeah. too. So it was like, oh, we just, like, said what we heard. And and I don't think we ever really thought about it. It just, yeah. like, you just said – you just say something's gay. Actually, yeah. And Heather – For no reason. Heather Monterato <laughs> says, actually, when she was filming – when she started filming, she did not know the word lesbian. And because of learning it through the script, she was like, oh, that's what I am. Like, I'm yeah. lesbian. And, like, she was really excited about it, which is really <laughs> – weird i love that that's part of her coming out story (laughs) um i don't so gay was definitely a hit word but i was never within groups that use it um but i did join and and co-chair the gay straight alliance Alliance. and we had like Mm. we we were so annoying we put up so many posters that were about that were like quirky and funny like memes before memes type posters we put up a picture of the sex in the city <laughs> ladies and it was like one of these women is a lesbian and i remember my <laughs> vice principal my vice principal who like approved it was like really like he, he like learned he learned something and then also we put we put up pictures of like megan fox because she's bisexual and um oh, yeah. this girl who beat me for valedictorian was like she's married to a man so 
<gasps> mm, erasure at an Ooh, early age. By erasure. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so we were really, really annoying about it uh, to try and get that to. You don't, remember that Hillary Duff commercial that was like, <laughs> it's like, don't use that word. It's like, what if I was like, Issa, do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so she's in oh my a changing God. room at like a clothing store and she hears someone say the word gay and then she comes out and she's like, that's like if I was like, what if um, I called you Heather's skirt or something? Say, what? help me it out. It was something like really lame. It was like, what if, what if, what if I said that this was a basic blonde girl We have to watch this. Short. Or like, yeah. It was very stupid, but like it... It was – I think it was one of the first moments where I actually – it actually worked on me. I was like, hey, that's actually a good point, Hillary Yeah, 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 yeah. I shouldn't say that. We're going to we're gonna have to link that because I absolutely butchered it. I have it, no idea is, what you're talking about. It is about. iconic. It is iconic. Um, my only yeah, – yeah, my only other thing here was like it's very interesting that the teacher's so mad at her for being a grade grubber. I have like I no that idea. teacher. That sequence <laughs> is so strange to me. I had like no idea what was happening. Like That teacher was cruel. It is – I think it was played – up and like supposed to be satirical but it's just so painful because they are just so un- unfairly cruel to her and it hurts most when it's adults because they should know better yes well the fact that um when she sp- shoots the, the, the spitball or whatever at the the kids who are she's covered in spitballs yeah. and she like retaliates and i'm like you know and and they're like oh like why'd you fight back and i'm like do they not see all of the graffiti over her locker like does no one but i mean also the adults there's there's sort of like, like they were oblivious too it's like did you no one see how bullied this girl is yeah like, it's like yeah. oblivious slash like there's the implication that the teacher who was mad at her about the grade thing like also just like hates that she's so pathetic kind of mm, and is yeah. like yeah and is like also just like angry at her for not like being i don't know like for being so unfortunate <laughs> like it just sucks that that's yeah Ugh. yeah i think that's one of i think it's also why this movie is so uncomfortable because that's like real though like there yes. are i think we you know i think we exist in a society where we're like you know we should you know kids shouldn't bully and we should be kind to children and, and soft to them but i think in a weird way all of us still have that cruel middle schooler inside of us that even in, in adulthood like and i think growing up is is teaching you to suppress those like very visceral angry feelings but some adults don't learn to do that yeah that they can see someone like dawn and still like it, it's kind of like i think someone said it a little bit earlier that it's like Dawn is an easy target. That's like why she's being bullied. She doesn't have to do anything. And I feel like in a weird way, the adults, even her parents feel that way about her. That like, I, like something about her triggers this like really awful behavior in people. And and it's not that she did anything. It's just that she, she almost, she is a kind of like a, you know, a poor unfortunate soul, honestly. And yeah. it's like, instead of evoking sympathy, it evokes something very different. And mm-hmm. I think it's something that people don't like to admit that like sometimes you feel that way. And it's in it takes emotional maturity not to react that way. I felt that way about yeah. certain people where I'm just like, I wish you would just like yeah. get a grip. Like, oh mm-hmm. like, you make me angry because you're not fighting back. But it's like, why do I expect this person to fight back? they're victim here? Like why do I why am I angry at this person who's clearly the victim, you right, know? Right. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's fucked up. I love this movie so much. It's like, makes yeah. you, it makes you kind of question your own fucked it up makes, feelings, Yeah, it makes you honestly. uncomfortable with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Jane, should we yeah. go on? 
Uh, we should, but I wanted to quickly offer some insight as someone who attended these schools. The first scene oh, yes. where she Ooh, goes, nice. the first scene is her at the ca- the classic cafeteria looking for a seat scene. Um, that's actually in my middle school cafeteria, and it's also where we would have our middle school dances. Oh, so I like, oh my God, I have yes. a very clear memory of going to a middle <laughs> school dance um, right before or after my birthday, and I was wearing this like blue ruffle skirt, and I was like watching everyone dance. Um, and then another thing is the assembly where she's getting the stuff blown at her is also in my middle school. So it seems like they they filmed the classroom and the hallways in my high school and also the like property, but for the cafeteria and the assembly room middle school. So there you go. Crazy. All right. That's amazing. Dawn asks Ginger, a classmate who had a thing with Steve, (laughs) if she has a chance with Steve, and Ginger says no. The next time Steve comes over, Dawn tries to impress him with snacks and her piano playing, but he's not interested. He leaves his high school ID, and Dawn creates a shrine around it. The next day, Brandon tells Dawn that he's going to rape her. Outside of school, he holds a pocket knife to her pocket knife to her head and tells her to strip but they are interrupted and dawn runs away that night dawn's mom says they are going to have an anniversary party in the backyard and want to tear down dawn's clubhouse brandon calls in the middle of the conversation to say he's going to rape her the next day dawn's mom is excited that a friend called (laughs) um jane actually i had one more question when you were going through the different things about the school which is that is that the bathroom? And what was the pooping situation like for you? Great question. I do believe it was the bathroom. Um, I, I, I can't be 100% certain, but yeah, it looks, it looks like it. Um, it's good that you asked that because I definitely was the person who wanted to avoid using the bathroom at high school at all costs. Yeah. And then I experienced my junior year basically like temporary intense IBS. <laughs> Like oh, I no. literally, like I went to the doctor. Like I got colonoscopies. They they, they oh, like no. they did tests on me, oh. um, and so it was impossible to avoid using the bathroom at school. The bathroom in the sometimes movie. like six times a day, and oh, James. it was really it's oh. yeah. But I got through it. I'm here, and honestly, you didn't have a Lolita waiting for you oh in the bathroom. Yeah, first of all. <laughs> It was that, fine, thank God. Yeah, that child is terrifying. It's also wild that her name's Lolita. <laughs> yeah, what? Have I read the book? Um, I wanted to ask: Did you ever stalk your siblings' friends? I don't think so. Um, See, are you? No, um, I think do you have older. I don't think are so. Are you an older or a younger? You the older sibling, right? I'm the younger, so I have an older sister. Um, I don't really stalk them. I think I, um, it's part of the reason why I think I've always really been into like teen content because my sister and her friends were so much older than me. They were like cool teens, like they were cheerleaders. I was like, fuck, man, like they're cool shit. Like I was like so like, I was obsessed with like how cool they were. I didn't stalk them, but I did like want to like, be a part of like their like group stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if they were if they had a sleepover, I'd be like lurking, oh, like, yes. like on the periphery, just like yes, so real. <laughs> yeah, but no stalking. I so, want Jane. Did you stalk? No, I, I, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I well. So I also my sister is six years older than me. So and she was a cheerleader and like cool. So I sort of understand <laughs> where you're coming from. Um, but I just was so excluded that. I was very much like Evan Hansen at the window, like hands on the glass, like <laughs> looking out, just like 
Can I come? Like I, I just was so far, so far away from that. My brother, um, my brother was three years older than me, and because I went to all girls and he went to all boys school, his friends coming over were like some of the only interaction I had with boys, and I like was in love with like one of them at any point in time in like middle school or high school. <laughs> like, just depends like which one was like hanging out and like the most acceptable looking of his friends. <laughs> um and actually i i one of my like first crushes that was like my brother's friend i like ran into randomly in boston one time in a restaurant i literally thought i was like hallucinating like i was like what's happening he like doesn't live in the u.s um and he looks good um and (laughs) it was sort of it was sort of (laughs) it was sort of similar to your situation say which is that like they would do stuff and I would just like lurk. And the reason for that was like our parents allowed us to use the computer and like watch TV like in like the same room as each other. So like all the like sort mm. of entertainment was in one room. And so like I could they couldn't really kick me out because I, I was on the computer and they were like watching a movie, for example. Um, so, yeah, that, that I was always like in the background. And I remember... The first time I saw Fight Club was because they were watching Fight Club and I was just like on my computer. (laughs) They were like (laughs) freaking out. And they're like, this is the height of cinema. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My crush was not present for that one. But yeah, it would have ruined him for me. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like you would have gotten the ick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I do love, um, I love Steve's, (laughs) Steve's face when he like sees the food and she brings him the food is literally, it literally made me laugh out loud. Like when she brings him the like fish fingers, is that what she brings him? He like Mm -hmm. hurriedly takes his headphones off and like chows down. And I'm like, damn, (laughs) he was hungry. I I love the um the the finger fucking scene. Oh my god. Yes. One that always cracks me up because it's like she talks to this girl Ginger, Ginger tells her, I'm like, we finger fucked one time last summer. I'm like, okay, Ginger's my girl. I know. But then, <laughs> <laughs> then she like, I guess like hears her as she's like she doesn't know what that means. Like then I think it's like yeah. I, relatable because I was very like sex- sexually unaware. So she like is in the bathroom looking at her fingers, just like <laughs> Okay, and then we see her with Steve plays the piano. It's like I've been working my fingers. I know. Like shows the fingers. The the like band Which kid is stuff so- is very like is very fun and realistic to me because she's like just the right amount of like good slash bad at playing the piano for her age. And then it's also incredibly funny to me that her brother like plays clarinet in the band, and it like sounds fine. <laughs> like it's just. Like, <laughs> just such a random instrument and then um he's like steve is like halfway competent at playing guitar so like yeah you have to fall in love with him at that of age of course how could you not yeah. i will say that that 7-eleven is the 7-eleven that's down the road from my high school oh my god. um oh my absolutely god. it's it's on bloomfield bloomfield ave and yeah that's where you go get your slurpees Don't i honestly didn't i was street. not bloomfield ave it's huge don't worry okay. um <laughs> I didn't I wasn't like a 7-Eleven like goer. Girl, I will say. Yeah. Okay, the whole rape thing, I have yeah. questions about. Yeah. And there's something that I need to throw out here, which is I was reading a little bit about this movie and apparently the director originally was going to have the assault actually happen. And yeah. that really changes like my reading Ooh. of it and it makes me confused because when I'm watching this the way it is, I'm thinking to myself 
Brandon is obviously like troubled, but he doesn't actually mm-hmm. he, he he doesn't actually intend actually to hurt it, her. Yeah. It's just sort of right. how he's expressing his emotion and like you know having some sense of power over her, but he's not intending to hurt her. But when I read that initially it would happen, that really confused me and um mm. I don't know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, that definitely does change things cuz I felt the same way. I was it's it was a scene that I've grappled with for so many years. I'm like I don't get what we're we're doing. I think when I I remember when I first saw it, I I laughed. And I think it's because I was so uncomfortable by it. I just didn't I didn't like I was like what the f-? like that's just a weird thing to say to some like why would you say that? I don't understand. Yeah. So I thought it was I found humor and just like the discomfort of it. Yeah. Today obviously I don't laugh at it, but I've always been confused by it too. And I, I I figured it was just something of like, okay, Brandon's troubled and just doesn't does he even know what that means? I don't even know if he knows what that Same, word means. Yeah, I think that's he knows it's scary, but I don't think he knows what it means. Finding out that he was supposed to actually do it changes everything. I know, it's like, like why? When you're watching it, I mean, this is my first time watching this movie, and when he says it the first time, my immediate reaction is like, there's like this is not like what's gonna happen. Like he's just like scaring her and like yelling at her and like that's like the scariest thing he can think to say yeah and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's um i mean they they talk about it too because like she then i mean jumping ahead a little but she then like um kisses him and um apparently like filming this movie was like that was the first time she kissed someone and mm. yeah i i I and and also the original script where she when she signed on that like her mom also read with her was the one where he does rape her and so like she really wanted to do it and her mom was like really uncomfy with it and yeah I it I also feel confused about it Jane because I like I to me the arc makes more sense that he like doesn't actually do it and maybe like that is just like what happened like he realized the director realized like this doesn't make sense <laughs> like this I makes hope. more sense if you take it out yeah, yeah. that feels and it better just feels, like shock for shock value right. like, isn't, yeah. i don't because because especially if she was supposed to be raped by him but then she does like him yeah. it just it makes it in a weird way like i mean obviously it's wrong for him to threaten that but like the pairing almost makes like, sense in a weird way and if she was actually supposed to be raped and then she was still supposed to end up with him. It's like, what are we trying? What's the message? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, Todd Sullins. What? Yeah, and I, I think here it makes sense because she's like, or he's like being awful to her and in the exact same part of the movie that like Steve is like the first person who's nice to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so it's this like fun, like, yeah, I, you can totally understand like where her head is at at that part of the movie, but um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's not that. <laughs> oh, another thing. Yeah, I'm very happy it's not. Another thing that I appreciated more so than the confusing rape scene um, is that you see Dawn reenacting the bullying that she deals with. Like she's like she mm-hmm. repeats words she hears. Yeah. She is treating her sister badly. Her sister deserves it. Yeah, um, a little, <laughs> a little Missy shit. is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Missy. I don't care. She's like six. Um, I hate her. But I do I do appreciate that. And I think that's that makes sense. Yeah, and it I works think really well. All the acting is pretty consistent. And whenever mm-hmm. you're dealing with children, that's impressive. It's impressive to I mean, I don't think I don't know. I don't think that they're all like superstars, but it, it's not like some yeah. of them it's not like Camp Rock. I mean, like they're all 
like pulling their weight. <laughs> I also think she looks cute. I gotta say, I like a lot of her outfits. I love the PJs. Oh my god, oh, yes. She's cute. I, her full I, PJs. 90s. And then at, she, when she's listening to the band and she's dancing on the car, it was sort of a sweet moment because I, I felt she was exhibiting some confidence and some happiness. And I was like, oh, so she's cute. cute. Yeah, I think her... She's inter- adorable. I think in her interactions with her brother, too, I, I kind of like like that her brother is also like an awkward age and doesn't actually know what's going on. It's really funny to me when he's trying to make the point that um, what you said a while ago, Jane, which is that like Steve will just like go out with any girl and the brother's like, look at this girl. Like, do you think she's pretty? And she's like, eh. and he's like, Don, she's a dog. <laughs> I literally burst out laughing because I was just like, I was, I, I couldn't tell where it was going. And I don't even think he thinks that. Like, I think he's like saying that because someone said that and like, it's what they know about Steve. It's just like so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. I, I I do like the Mark character. I think it. I think it's interesting too because I think a lot of sh- in a lot of movies with like the three kids set up right. Dawn is exactly where she should be. Middle child, yeah. yes, <laughs> strong middle child energy. I feel like <laughs> you would have like the cute little kid, but the older sibling would probably be a little bit cooler. Yeah, and then she's the misfit. I love that. It's it's like weird because you don't see that a lot. Where it's like, no, they're both misfits. Yeah. And Mark's whole thing is like, I'm just gonna get into a big three or an IV at least. Like that's like <laughs> he's like, listen, when I turn 19, everything's looking up for old Mark. Like <laughs> no. he has an exit plan in his mind. Um. But I think it's I don't know I think it's really interesting with the the brother character especially the the moments we get with him alone like when he reads the letter from the the girlfriend from camp who's just like yeah I'm not ready for sex um, yeah oh my god yeah I have email though <laughs> wait we like haven't talked about her like I love her like who is that girl I am like on her side that she's just like. Yeah, I I talked with my mom and we decided we shouldn't have sex if like you're not like serious about this. Like <laughs> it's so good. Um I will ask one more question in this section, which is do you remember the first time you heard of or like the first person you knew who got fingered? Do you remember? I, I do. Oh, you do. Okay. Uh-huh. You don't have yeah. to name them. I won't but, name them. Um, um, yeah. Do you remember like the the um, time, place, yeah, Ang- angle? <laughs> no, I was gonna say the context because here okay. it's just like finger fuck, finger fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I it was a friend of mine. I was a band geek, like Mark. I played the clarinet. Um, Hell so yeah. you know, I feel like a kinship with Mark as well. Hell yeah. Um, it was a fellow clarinetist who told me it was and a friend who told me that she had and it was like in her backyard oh my god and <laughs> that was like the most scan because we we're like 13 i think and it was like the most scandalous thing i ever heard and i was like are you serious yes. i was like i was very judgy too at this age i think i was just jealous like i was jealous mm-hmm. that like no one liked me and i just like Ugh. like are you i was very slut shaming i was like yes, are you serious? yes like he's not gonna respect you after this. <laughs> <laughs> see the thing is I feel because in hindsight actually they respect you more yes and I I also think like because it's that age it's always going to take place somewhere wild because like you guys can't just like go to each other's houses and lie down in the bed like my story similarly is like this girl it's actually from like more of like 10th grade and she was like 
yeah, we we would meet up and we would they were neighbors and she was like we would meet up and like go hang out on the stairs and like sit on the steps and kiss and I was like okay and she was like yeah we would like make out a bunch and then she was like and and yesterday we like got to third base and I was like on the stairs of the apartment complex <laughs> what are you saying and like did she confirm <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't actually confront her like that because I wanted to be a supportive friend. But I was like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. And they kept going back and hooking up on the stairs. That was like apparently their spot. I don't understand. (laughs) I love that. Um, The spot in my high school was like under the stairs. (laughs) Under? In this one stairwell. (laughs) Yeah. Incredible. New podcast name, Under the Stairs. Okay. (laughs) I don't have a finger story, but... (laughs) I one of the clearest <laughs> memories I have relating to like high school sex is when my friend gave a below job. And it was in the woods of our high school. Oh my god! <laughs> Just like in a clearing in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, yeah. It was. Were thrilling. they into Twilight? No, it was, it was, again, it was truly just a, um, like a logistics thing. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can do it. Well, now, now people can be like, yeah. well, it's kind of like, you know, Bella and Edward. Okay, should yeah. we move on? Yeah, we should. Okay. Brandon <laughs> brings Dawn to an abandoned area where she offers to lie down. They end up talking. Then Brandon kisses her. And then he says there isn't enough time for him to rape her. Back at home, Dawn's mom punishes Dawn for refusing to tear down her clubhouse and enlists Mark and Missy to do it. Brandon doesn't get invited to a popular girl's birthday party and punches Dawn's locker. Later, they hang out in her clubhouse and he apologizes. Dawn says she can't be Brandon's girlfriend because she's in love with Steve and he storms away, pushing her over. At the anniversary party, Dawn sees Steve playing with Missy. She goes after him only to find him with a girl. That night, Dawn destroys a tape of the party with a hammer and considers hammering Missy too. Fucking Missy. Do we think that Missy is like... <laughs> I hate talking about a child. But like, do we think that Missy like knows her power? Is she like manipulative? Like, I feel do, like is Missy truly just in it? Like, she's her little sister, and she literally is just there. And like, Dawn just like directs all of her anger towards her. Or do we think Missy actually is like low key, like knows what she's doing? It's so tough because <laughs> as like a little shit myself at this age, I think like it's like very the stuff that Missy's doing are very normal to like want to be like the good kid, but also she'll like look right at Heather Matarazzo, and it's like I'm like. You're such a little cunt. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you should get slapped. Like, I get so mad. Like, I I think, first of all, I got, I went aggro when the mom, like, had the conversation about tearing down the clubhouse. Like, I legitimately think that's, like, the worst, like, adult decision made in this movie. I think the mom, like, the mom, like, either doesn't know because she's stupid or, like, just doesn't care that that's, like, all she has. I'm, like, I, like, saw red, like, in that scene. Yeah, especially in making her like recruiting her siblings to take part in tear. It's like that's like come on, like yeah. And fuck yes. I don't know. Her mom green. is awful, but her looks are great. I love the the Jersey early nineties oh, yeah. Jersey realness. <laughs> oh yeah, the parents together. Oh my god, yeah. Who it's incredible. That, um, the refusing the dessert was was my like that felt particularly. Oh, that was your cruel. aggro because it's because she's sitting there as everyone else eats dessert. 
and she sees the dessert that was even cut for her. And then the other siblings happily eat it with like no empathy towards her. It's just so. And Missy is the one. Cool. Yeah. It's like, can we right. have it? That's why I think she's oh a little God, shit yeah. too. That, even that when she's kid. like, tell your, tell your sister you love her. Like Missy will say it. And Missy says, I love you. And I'm like, Missy, you? She <laughs> yes. says, you, yes. you know what you're doing. She's going to be a very successful mm-hmm. like, it's rich gonna be adult. Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's going to be yes. uh, she's, the female She's the family's like, one hope. Yeah. She's a girl boss. Future girl boss. Um. I think the kiss is like very like out of place and like weird and like random and tense and I think it like works for me. Um he's like surprisingly very chill when he's like no nah, there's not enough time. <laughs> like and that's I don't what know, makes that's... me feel like it was never intentional cuz it's like <laughs> it's too. so s- stupid and silly and like he just doesn't seem <sighs> Not that I know, like, I would never know this about a person, but it just doesn't seem like that's, he like, that of a that much of a violent person. I, I don't know. I just don't believe it. Mm. Um, I wanted to say that the library scene, library was very memorable for me. The cubicle that she's in, there was, like, a little, like, sometimes people would scratch stuff in it, but it wasn't too graffitoed. Aww. And then I would eat lunch for, like, a full year, <laughs> my sophomore year. I ate lunch in the library almost every day. That's I where did. I ate lunch. Oh, I was I was saying that like or I was noticing that her locker has some interesting stuff on it. First of all, I didn't understand that her last name was Wiener. So when I saw everyone calling her Wiener Dog and like writing Wiener Dog on stuff, I was like, why are they saying that? And then I I did want to point out that like one of the pieces of graffiti on her locker just says trans. What? Are you serious? Are you serious? It's like smaller than it's like smaller than the rest, but I like wrote it down and I was like, trans? That's before it's time. I mean it might have I don't know, it might have meant like something I don't know. Like I was very confused. Um yeah. I wanted to know a little bit more about how she was feeling through all this. And I do get frustrated with characters that don't take action, but it feels like every time she's tried to take action, she's been like squashed. So I understand. And like, there's no one to help her. So I understand at that point, not reaching out and being like, Hey, can we get this graffiti removed? But especially with the whole Brandon thing, when he calls her, I want to yeah. know if she's scared and I I want to know like what makes her go meet him and what makes her say, yeah. oh, should I lie mm. down? Like, I wish I knew a little bit more. That's a really good point. Yeah. And I think that that's the issue with a character like this who is like so isolated because there's no there's no outlet for her inner thoughts. Like she's not talking to any like. Yeah. Don no isn't. Friend. Yeah, she's in. Ha- I mean, she's Ralphie, but like, oh, poor Ralphie. But like, <laughs> she, she can't. She clearly can't talk about these sorts of things with Ralphie either. Ralphie's not. Um, I don't know. I feel like he definitely is like a a, a friend of convenience. It seems yeah, like they're both they're just, just kind of there. unfortunate kids who you know you find each other. But like, yeah, I wish we had gotten like just like a a one like vulnerable moment where she's just like talking to someone yeah Yeah, and she um it's funny you say that jane like i don't know if she's scared either because like later on when she is talking to brandon she's like just not scared of him at all like he's like shitting on ralphie and she's like okay but just because he's an effler doesn't mean he's an asshole and just like says that to his face and like i was like really proud of her like she's just like yeah, you know what? Even if you say this, like, I'm going to say this good thing about this person. 
<laughs> yeah, she stood up for her friend, and later she doesn't. So there's some right, right. regression, yeah. I guess. I don't but know. But she seems, like, honest to his face, and, like, yeah. everyone's so awful to each other in this that, like, it's almost like in any interaction, she just kind of, like, passively, like, takes the interaction and just, like, hopes that someone's not going to, like, actually be violent toward her, I guess. Um, yeah. 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 Uh. I did love, this is the part of the movie where there's a little scene where Steve gets mad at Mark for kicking her out of the room, and he's like, you're being a total fascist, which is really cute. I did not know that word uh, at that time in my life. It's also so fucking funny that he's going through all these pictures of like his flowing hair that's like him in some random photo shoot outside with like the guitar. It's awesome. It's it would beautiful. be so horny to be sitting on a bed <laughs> with a hot older guy and just him being comfortable with you there and defending you. That would be and the hottest yes, thing that, that would had be ever happened. The best thing. Incredibly hot. I get why. I mean, she had to tell Brandon the truth. Like Steve and I, like we might have something here. Like I, I would have felt that way. Like yeah, Steve and I are gonna. I'm going to the city with Steve. Like I'm gonna oh be a groupie. <laughs> Okay, let's go to the let's go to the um the party. I'm very excited. Brandon is expelled for dealing drugs. Don tells Brandon she wants to be his girlfriend, but it turns out he's running away instead of going to reform school. They get into an argument about whether he actually dealt drugs. Still, Brandon asks if Don will come with him, and she says no. Don withholds a note for Missy about getting a ride home from ballet, and then Missy goes missing. Missy goes uh- missing. When her tattoo <laughs> tutu <laughs> is found on Times Square. <laughs> I'm losing it. Dawn heads to the city to look for her. She has a dream about finding Missy and everybody saying they love her. It turns out Missy had been kidnapped by a neighbor, but it's fine. Dawn gives a speech thanking her fellow students for support, but they all scream wiener dog at her. Mark tells her things will be better in high school and she goes on a class trip to Disney World. Mm. Sorry, I didn't realize the party was in the last blurb too. Um, I was going to ask if you're, if either of you have ever had your parents do something big for their anniversary. Because mine just go to, like, eat dinner. I know. My parents split up. So, like, no. Definitely not. <laughs> they yeah, don't, they don't call like, each other and they just catch up. It also seems, like, wild <laughs> to, like, dinner. have a party in your backyard. Like, I don't know. It seems like so much effort. Oh, it seems fun. So much effort. I mean, these people It, suck, it does but... seem fun. I'd rather just do it for, like, a children's birthday or something. That's all, like, already planned out, I feel. This one you have to, like accost your son's hot friend and make him like pay him two hundred dollars to play in the band (laughs) i will say it was just my parents anniversary and i texted them and my mom said thank you so glad we have children to remind us so they do not do stuff for anniversaries but their 40th anniversary will be in like three years and i was like we should do something for that and by something yeah it probably will mean going out for dinner (laughs) because my family would that's really awesome never throw an anniversary party in their backyard ever. did you notice that steve was playing like original songs about them that like were slightly jewish coded <laughs> okay so question about how jewish code were they jewish coded or was it just a clarinet i'm sorry like the presence of the clarinet makes every song slightly jewish <laughs> and i don't know if i can say that but it does I've never heard that, uh, and I love I love this theory. I the songs it. are about them. It's like an original song that Steve had to write. It's like, happy anniversary. 
happy anniversary to you. Um, and I, I love um I love Don's <laughs> outfit in this. I also wrote that the girl that Steve was fucking in like that random room was like an Instagram model before Instagram oh, existed. Yeah. Like that's like what mm-hmm. she is. and like what do you, what did you call girls like that before? You know what I mean? It's like such a specific type of pretty. <laughs> Just like Abercrombie like a type babe? pretty. Yeah, babe. I don't know. Like a natural a ba- surfer a babe. babe. Um, okay, I had actually written a note that this movie is sort of a spiritual sibling to eighth grade. So I, and you mentioned Mm. that earlier, and it really feels like, obviously, tonally, it's very different, but it's so, it's such a specific view into an awful time that I only feel like eighth grade can be, what am I trying to say? Can be the movie that it is compared to, um, Brandon gives the birthday party girl a cookie. If a boy had given me a cookie, I would have invited him to my party. Same. Um, same. Yeah. I was like a little, I felt a little called out by that girl, Jane. I feel like I'm that girl reading my invite birthday everyone. party on Friday. That's true. I would turn around and be like, yeah, you can come. The entire, you would have invited the entire school. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that girl. Okay, you, thank you. You're very inclusive, so much so feel, that it's like I feel very scary. vindicated. Um, I sort of like that. Like, I, I actually feel like when I was around this age, like twelve or thirteen, kidnapping was like the big thing. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like convinced we I was were all doing get kidnapped. it. Everyone was obsessed <laughs> with kidnapping, and this movie, like, oh, yeah, this movie is like a very specific time in history where everyone's obsessed with kidnapping and it comes up in the start and i kind of like that it comes back <laughs> oh yeah i love that because i do, i do remember uh when i was watching that assembly in the, the first act her talking about being kidnapped i was like this feels specific and pointed and then i, I was like oh okay um people yeah. yeah people were obsessed with kidnapping i was convinced like me and my friends were about to get kidnapped and no one did stranger danger was huge oh, yeah when we were kids. i was and like Halloween yeah, it was candy so huge with, <laughs> with like um Oh yes, Halloween candy with drugs or not? Oh, for us it was like the Halloween candy has anthrax. In oh it. my god! And I was like, oh, why? See, I th- same because I didn't go. I didn't go trick or treating after nine eleven. Well, that that <laughs> October, my mom was like, they're gonna put anthrax in the candy. Yes! Oh my god, nine eleven took like, so much from us. I'm so sorry. Okay, can uh, can I, can I talk about how nine eleven? specifically affected me and my experience because this is you know we can't let the terrorists win this is what (laughs) happened to me because 9-11 happened when I was nine years old all right fine terrible situation next year was fifth grade and fifth grade for my school was like the big thing because it's like the last year of elementary school now my school you had several things that were just to happen we would have the um the, the trip to Amish country, which is just Lancaster, PA. But it was like the big, like, <laughs> you're taking us out of the state. Yeah, And you get yeah, to go yeah. to Amish country. That was a big thing. There was the D.A.R.E. program. And I was like, I can't wait to learn about some drugs, get a T-shirt. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and the last thing was, like, the pool party. And I was like, that was the moment, right? Amish country trip gets canceled because of 9-11. <gasps> okay. Right? Um, D.A.R.E., got defunded rightfully so because it's a terrible program but i at the time i was like 
this is like the most important Defund thing. Like, how am I gonna know to say no to drugs in middle school if I don't get to do dare? That was canceled. All we had was this, was the pool party. But like, I feel personally affected by 9/11 because yeah. Amish country never happened to me. It was the one thing I looked forward to since like the first grade. Like, this is the thing that's gonna happen. Wait, it never happened. But what did it didn't do? help too? What does the school trip like do? What do you do on the trip? I never. She does. Know. She did. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I never will know. That was also fifth grade was the year the DC sniper happened too. So that ruined oh, a lot no. of trips for us. Like a lot of. Like, oh my goodness. I have a question. Did you. Ha terrible Have time. you gone to Lancaster PA like as an adult? No. You because need to plan I, a like, trip. I, can't, I shouldn't. I, yeah, like, you know, I, was, I was saving myself for Lancaster. <laughs> it didn't happen. I was never going to do it. Like, oh, okay. I see. It would it would create like a black hole if you went or something. I think it would probably like alter, destroy the universe. The universe if I yeah, uh, <laughs> that's devastating. Um, wow. <laughs> I wanted to watch Princess Diaries at this point so badly. Sure, sure. I like need we need to cover that. Also, her hairballs. There's a lot of these weird scrunchies she's wearing that have just large plastic balls. I used to wear those. You did, I, yeah. I used to have that, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's like when I was like little like pom poms, yeah. But they're but they're not pom poms. They're they're not. They're hard. Yeah. Like they can yeah, yeah, you yeah. can hurt someone <laughs> with those because we used to like fling them at each other, right? Like, and I remember like I would like lean back and like it would hurt my head. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I never had one that big though. That was yeah, my mom would have yeah. thought those were tacky. Mm. They were too big. <laughs> I had the little ones. I love her outfit for the party. The high waisted. Green. Oh my god, she's owning it. Love I don't it. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's turning a look. I love it. <sighs> okay, she, everyone's and wearing then, like Gen Z outfits in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she would fit in right now. And then <laughs> finally, when she goes to New York, that's incredible to me. I would never ever have been able to go to New York as a child, and I I lived, yeah. you know, twenty miles away, not even from it, and. How could you? Oh wait, duh! Because yeah. we live in the same area. Um, <laughs> I would probably have to take like the same bus she took, and I couldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, it is very courageous. I will say, what cop called up this poor woman and said that they found the daughter's tutu in Times Square? I was like, they need to defund the motherfucking police. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, that's so fucking stupid. And like, obviously, like purposefully so but it's so sad that the mom just like is like yeah and it's it's her tutu and then like puts her head in her hands so sad <laughs> um she she has like a great time in in the city there's a she sees like a cool uh tarot slash fortune teller that looks like the one like near my apartment um the, i do want to talk about the daydream scene that she has in the city where like she's imagining everyone loving her and it makes me so sad because like yeah. I can relate I can relate so hard to that daydream. But everyone does love you. Jane. I just I, mean like when I was 12 like that's oh, okay. also like the the like dream, right? It's like everyone is like you're the best. I definitely used to have fantasies about like having a hero moment. Like Yes. Like oh man like I, I, again, because of terrorism, because it touched yes, me so. <laughs> but I'm like, oh my god! I was like, what if like terrorists came to the school and like I'm gonna be the one to like beat them? I, I just like yes. have these weird like moments, like 
what if I was the one to like save oh my everyone? God. That would be amazing, you know? And they would all understand like I've always been this hero. No, you know, you you're saw. so right because this movie was made in the in the time where like people were like, I'm going to be a hero and find the kidnap girl. But for us, it's like, I'm going to be the hero when there's a school shooter because like I was yeah. like watching One Tree Hill and there would be like a school shooter episode. And then the next month, Grey's Anatomy would have their school shooter episode. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm learning about what I would do. <laughs> Yeah, it's so fucked up, but, like, I, I still have thoughts similar to that. Or I <laughs> yeah. imagine some, like, just terrifying catastrophe, but then, like, I'll step in and be brave. And it's so yeah, exactly. fucked up and so um self-centered and just honestly <laughs> great, like, unhinged to think this way. But I also think... I, but I think everyone I think has it, though. I really normal it. just to kind of yeah. put yourself yeah, in these yeah, yeah. situations. Let's reel ourselves unhinged in. Unhinged <laughs> and normal at the same time. Um... <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's sort of moving when she gets to go to Brandon's house here and looks at all the fucked up wallpaper and his dad in like a dirty wife beater. Yeah. And it's like, it's like bad in there, but it's like different from how it's bad at her house. Mm-hmm. And like, even she believes he deals drugs. And like, that like, again, like, Brandon's arc just makes more sense to me that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he just like pieces out the window. <laughs> also, <laughs> literally the, just jumps out the, the bag. That bag. <laughs> holds a place in my memory i feel like whenever what? kids are running away they have that bag it was, oh, this was yeah, before yeah. and obviously yeah. he's not wealthy so like he doesn't have like a high-tech camel back like <laughs> thing with a spine in it that snaps on your chest he just has like a column of fabric yes, yes. and i yeah it. it's like a duff i always think of like um have you guys covered now and then no no um you should but it's a great it's a great movie but i always think of like there's a scene because it's like it takes place in the 70s but then in the 90s and they kind of have flashbacks and like the girls are like riding their bikes and they run into like brendan fraser mm, peak brendan fraser and he's like he just got back from nam and he's like there's nothing there's nothing there he's carrying that duffel and i'm like Shit, i was gonna like, say that duffel is guy like- duffel. <laughs> That duffel, like, it says rugged. It says maybe you, like, are a veteran or your dad's a veteran. Like, (laughs) it's an army, it's an army, like, bag, but, like, but it's not, like, a nice one. So it's not, like, you didn't, you, like, you did, you saw shit. Like, you didn't, you're not coming back from, like, from, like, San Diego. It's like, no, like, he was, like, guys, he was in, like, (laughs) like, Oh my god, his hair is long now, and he's like disillusioned. Oh, he's I wish, Bra- I wish, I wish Brandon well. I hope he becomes the Brandon Fraser character. Um, <laughs> um, okay, and then I did want to say when she gets to the ending assembly where everyone's laughing at her, obviously, like very, very sad. I will say that, like, it's weird that there are, like, so the, the, the assembly is sort of structured where there's like younger kids in some area, like, you can see the different grades are like sitting with each other and then at some point there's like older hot teens in the front like there's like a hot girl in the front in this like beautiful red dress and they're also saying wiener dog and i was like what like do you know they don't know her so like maybe like oh yeah it's perfect Uh, oh yeah that's true they're just like fuck this family (laughs) i guess this is just a big question of like if if you were in a crowd chanting wiener dog would you chant wiener dog and like maybe Great I question. would. Um, <laughs> maybe I don't. Know. I cannot a hundred percent say I wouldn't. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> you yeah. can't say you would unless you lived that moment where you Great were surrounded question. by teens chanting "Wiener Dog." Like you don't know yourself. I also love so since my sister and I watched this movie together, we 
we like kind of bonded over this. Like we like quote it at each other a lot, yes. and we always do the wiener dog because they they're so Jersey and like wiener dog. It's <laughs> yes. like so it's so like distinct that I'm like yeah, I probably would have also joined in with a wiener dog. Like <laughs> just one, just one. Funny to say. Ooh, like I, I mean, like how yours was like also still Jersey, but a little more you. <laughs> I, I, you know, I kind of like, I made a ch- like an acting choice. You know, uh, I, yeah. I inserted myself into the character. Jane, that's a, a great bit. question. My <laughs> other big question is, which is the most likely member of your family to get kidnapped? Oh my God. I think it's maybe my mom. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you say she's that? so like, um, she just like assumes well about everyone and like loves to talk Aww. to strangers. She loves to talk to strangers, guys. Like. She's always talking to strangers <laughs> and offering to take their picture for them. They're like, "No, we're e- we're eating right now, ma'am. We don't need we're our picture." We're not tourists. <laughs> I and one day someone's just gonna, you know, pop her in a kidnapping van. She's also for cute. <laughs> she's also cute. Yeah. If I, I, the only, I guess my mom because she also is a stranger talker, um, <laughs> and she's like, you know, has some money, so. <laughs> It's weird that mm. our moms like to talk to strangers, and yet, and yet, it's stranger danger. Mm. I thought you were going to say it to you. How about you say? Um, I, I think it's my sister, and mostly because she's into true crime. And I feel like when you're, like, she thinks she knows what to do. I think it's when you think that it's not going to happen to you is when it happens. Right. She'll be like a casualty so. of, like, getting too close. She's like mm-hmm. she's like investigating one of the crimes that she heard about, and then she she gets taken. <laughs> All right, let's write this TV pilot. Okay, um, should we wrap up, Jane? I have one last comment, and okay. it's another sort of hard thing, which is, again, I was reading about this movie. There are two additional movies that this director made using right. this character. Right, yeah. And in the next movie, Dawn dies by suicide, which again, mm-hmm. like makes this harder for me to kind of swallow it just has have you seen i don't either accept of these? it as i don't accept it okay. as canon i think that one is palindromes right yes and then the third one has is it greta gerwig thank you the third one has greta gerwig as dawn mm-hmm. i haven't seen that one i saw palindromes there's also like a weirdness where like mark's also like a pedophile what it, Todd Sullins is a, a very fucked up man. I oh, think. No. Yeah, I I don't accept it as canon. I'm like that's like, I, I'm I'm content with Don, just like the the movie ending with just we don't know. And the right. reality is that Don will probably continue to be bullied in high school and probably won't be until college that she finds herself and people like her and she can move past it. But yeah, I don't like it. I don't it makes it doesn't make sense to me. I don't think that Don would. I think that in in a weird way as like as much as she goes through, I think there is still there's still something in her where I think she that she like she has like she has I think she has a level of endurance. That I think she would see through it and right. and and see a different life. It won't it won't get better as quickly as she wants it to. Yeah. But I think it will. And I don't like that the movie kind of I feel like the the palindromes movie kind of under like it, it uh what do we call it? What's the word? It it undermines, I think, what was being set up. Is that even though it ends bleakly, I think there's still Yeah. Something that will be better for her eventually. I also feel like in this movie, she sort of 
listening to Mark be like, Mark's just like, I don't fucking care about all these people. I just want to go to college. And I feel like Don is like a little bit different. And like, it, she kind of gets the bad news at the end that Mark's like, high school is not going to be better. Like, it's going to also be bad. Mm-hmm. But I think like the difference between the two of them is that Don still keeps trying to like go back and like make friends and connect with people. And so like, and I, I feel like if she, if she, if her future is like bad, then, then Todd is saying, Todd, the director is saying like, <laughs> that's like a pathetic part of her to do that she like won't give up on people. But I think it's like also good and like. Yeah, you know, like it's strong of her to like keep trying, keep like dusting herself off, and keep trying to like talk to like the Steves of the world, and yeah, and it's like something we like about her. So like, I don't like, yeah, I don't like the the notion that 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 she should have been like Mark and just like kept her head down, you know? Yeah, there is something kind of cool. I think especially the mention about Steve of like the fact that despite like this horrible bullying and she's being told she's ugly all this time, she still believes that like. Steve and I could be a thing. Like yeah. she, like I think, I think I kind of like that about her. It's like I could see where someone can look at that and be like, "Oh, it's pathetic." You would believe that, but I'm like, no, I actually, I love that confidence that you, yeah, like you know, and like, your outfits are so bright and like they really make you stand out more yeah. than you probably want to. But it's like, no, I appreciate that she's still kind of being herself and. I don't know. I think people like a, a person like Dawn is going to have hell because kids don't like people. Yeah. It's hard for kids to relate to someone who is so kind of just themselves, even when we don't like what that self is. But she will probably do well as an adult. Yeah. Like that's something that turns around. She'll be I don't an interesting that she adult. Would. Yeah. She'd be a, a fascinating adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jane, should I watch the other ones or no? I haven't seen them. Okay, okay. I don't want to watch them. I don't think I will. Yeah, I don't think I will. Don't want, I don't think you. Okay, should. cool. We're gonna. Okay, they don't <laughs> exist. They don't exist anymore. We've come to the end where we each answer three questions about Welcome to the Dollhouse and say you can go first. Okay, the first question is: Is this movie good or bad? I think it's good, ultimately. But I know there are people who would watch it and think it's really Yeah, bad. you can say yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Jane, how about but you? I, th- I think it's good. I yeah. agree that it's good because it truly is doing something very specific and different and it's committing to it and I think the acting is pretty consistent. Um so just like from a from from the goal of the director and the execution is it's good. I agree. I do also love that we just talked about so many different things and it's not a long movie. Like, it's not too long. Um, Mm -hmm. So that will always, you know, earn points in my book and I think it's good. Um, The second question is, do you like this movie? I do like this movie. (laughs) I love this movie. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I think I like it, but I'm not the kind of person who, who seeks out movies like this typically. I mm-hmm. like fluff. I like schlock. Um, and so this is sort of hard for me to stomach. But I think I do like it. I think I loved it, but I probably won't rewatch unless I'm in like a good enough mood to take it. <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah. I think I loved it, though. I was like not expecting. I, I sort of knew what it was going to be like, but I, I didn't expect it to be as well executed as it was. And I also like forgot it was Heather Moderato until I started watching. So I was very, very excited. And she's just I cannot like say enough like how good she is in this role. Like every scene where she's lurking or just like just every every scene, she's just so perfect for it. It's like hard for me to feel like there's any other child performance that like I feel like that about. Like she's so fucking good in it. 
or I guess middle school, tween performance. <laughs> okay, um, the third question is, what type of teen is this movie for? I think this movie is for teens who who feel out of place or who have felt out of place in, in some way. I think it's why I resonated with it. I, I, I felt very awkward growing up and it took a lot of of my own self-discovery and just growing up to really be, um, I wouldn't say I was a Don Wiener, but to, to get to the point, and I think it's kind of why I made the point of like, I mean, you're going to be an interesting adult is like, yeah. hey, it's going to be hell, but like eventually you'll grow up and you'll, you'll, you'll learn a sense of humor. It's at least for me, I got my sense of humor because I was like, I felt awkward and shy and I learned yeah. how to turn those icky feelings into something that I enjoy and that I can impart on people in a positive <laughs> way. Um, but yeah, I feel like if you've, if you've ever felt that way, I think it's for you, but it definitely isn't for everybody. I think it's, it's one of those movies where, um, I don't, I don't fault anybody if they've never seen it because it's not like a Jurassic Park. It's like, yeah. it's really random movie. But when people have seen it, I've met them like, I feel like we we are speaking a similar language yeah. if you've seen this movie. That's and especially fair. if you've enjoyed it, it's like, it's a, it's a, for a very specific type of person, but not for everybody. And that's okay too. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you watched it when you were 12 because my answer was, to say only 17-year-olds and up should watch it. Like, I'm thinking of if I were to have a child, it would be hard for me to know they watch this. But then again, it's like, mm -hmm. maybe maybe they should. So I don't – I wrote 17 and up, but I might have to redact my answer. I also was watching, like, Halloween when I was, like, eight. So don't – do not quote me if what – you should be watching at any age. <laughs> So your answer is actually totally okay. fine. <laughs> 17 and up. Yeah. Yeah, I think hmm. I think it would it would sort of depend on whether it would depend too on like what's going on in like the particular teen's life. Cause it's like mm -hmm. if you have like no point of reference for any of this stuff, then this movie is just like super fucking shocking, kind of. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily know if like right now, like today in 2022, I can like say with full confidence that like every teen would like find something in here to relate to. I like don't know about mm -hmm. that. I think there are truly some people who like have a chill time in middle school or just like a, a more boring, a more boring time, maybe like not necessarily fun, but not as like scary <laughs> as this. Um, and yeah, and I, I think it's like good that this exists for those who don't have like a who do have a scary time. <laughs> like I think I think it's a great point of reference for that. But I, I don't know. I, I'm struggling with it too. I think like I think it's really good. If I think of like my own I was like not ready to watch this at like tweens. I probably in high school I would have been like, This is the deepest shit ever and like I'm so cool for watching this movie and then and, and, and I would have just been more obsessed with being pretentious than like really mm -hmm. taking to heart some of what was going on. But I think it's a good movie and I think like it's really well made and I guess I guess like my answer is just like people who are into indie films, but like they have to like not be they have to not be the younger sister. Mm. Like Cause, mm. Like still at like the age of fourteen, <laughs> this is for she, marks and dons, right? Because no she misses. like her life is like blessed and like she just like never needs to like hear about any of this yet. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but is that wrong? Like, would it make those people like nicer? I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
I I think like the fact that we're it's not a very straightforward answer is like good maybe. Um, Jane, what are you watching these days? That's not this. Okay, I've been watching some of Old Enough, which is a long running Japanese show where oh, yeah, children yeah, yeah. are sent on errands by their parents and followed by cameramen. It's extremely cute. What? It's so fucking cute. Oh. The episodes are like fourteen minutes long, so you can just like check one out. I mean. It's so cute and and what's also nice is the the places they live are they seem very um like of a community like the the kid goes to go to the store and everyone's like hi how are you and and it's like right by their house and anyway you should just check it out um I think that's it <laughs> old enough <laughs> say what about you what have you been watching that's not this um I've been watching the girl from Plainville oh, on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Which has been really, it's, you know, when I heard it, they were doing the Michelle Carter case. I was like, do we have to make everything into like <laughs> yeah. a mini series? And I like it. It's good. It's pretty good. Elle Fanning is. I was going to say like. The superior Fanning in my opinion. I just like know about it because it's Elle Fanning. <laughs> so that's exciting to me. I love Elle Fanning. Was that controversial? No. I feel like, I think we all agree that Have Elle you Fanning seen the, the Great? Oh, I need to watch season two, but I watched season one. That was she's great. Incredible it was great. In it. She's gorgeous. <laughs> she's, yeah, mm-hmm. she's awesome. We love her on this pod. It's also um, Chloe. Um, I don't oh, know Sevigny. how to say. It. I don't know yeah, how to she's. Say her last name. <laughs> I just waited for one of you to say it instead. <laughs> she's in it though, and she's really great too. I love. I like her a lot. Um, I am watching Severance, like many people I know, and it's good. Mm. I, I'm in an unfortunate situation where my husband has watched m- more episodes than me, and so I'm catching up, and mm. he's like, are you caught up yet? Are you caught up yet? Are you caught up? And I'm like, no, I was like watching Riverdale or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm working on it, but it's it's really good. It's not because I don't want to watch the show. I just like... I have a hard time. I don't. I don't really binge TV, so I like. I like to like hop around and like watch different episodes. Like in my ideal world, I would have like many different shows, and they would all come out on each on different days of the week, and I would watch like a different one every week, and then like the next week get the next episode of each. Mm, Some people are gonna hear that and say I'm a psycho. Actually, well, actually, you know um, what that sounds like? Television. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's not that's oh, okay. like like television <laughs> that's not streaming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um. Say thank you so much for suggesting this movie, though. I would not have... You know what, Jane? You would have gotten me to watch it eventually, but maybe not this soon. Because <laughs> you talk about it in the context of it being at your high school, but you don't necessarily yeah, yeah give much away, which is good, which is good. Say thank you so much for picking this one. No, thank you for having me and letting me, letting me pick it. It's awesome. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Sure. Um, follow me on Twitter at Sneek, S-E-Y-N-I-Q-U-E. Um, I also have uh, the We Die First podcast. It's a horror podcast Ooh. I do with my friend Andrew. It's about horror movies and like a kind of like a black perspective. And um, I also have Everybody Wants Something. It's a Degrassi podcast. We're in season four of next generation we have wow. to have you you two on especially oh, since you since you do teen wow. stuff i feel like you should i would be blessed as a as a <laughs> yeah. degrassi fan i'd be blessed 
I think I feel like yeah, I figure we're 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 in the same like we're on the same wavelength, yeah. but you guys have to come on because it's a fun time. We just did the episode with Emma gets gonorrhea <gasps> of the mouth. Oh my god, <laughs> Emma. So, <laughs> check that out. <laughs> Jane, do you want to um say what our upcoming uh episode is? It's about Outer Banks, which is as far as TV I know show. a show about oh. hot teens. That's all I know. Yes. It is specifically hot teens and they have boats. Is that right? I don't know. It's on I think it's on boats. It's yeah. like it's boats, but it's like yeah. it's boats, but it, I don't want to say swampy. It's boats, but it's like it's more like puttering around slowly on a boat and not necessarily like out sailing on a boat. You know what I'm saying? Like chill on a boat. Are they only on boats? Drinking do a beer get on a the, boat. Do they get off the boats? We'll have to find out. Okay. I think it'll be good. <laughs> we'll answer that question um, next time. <laughs> say, I really, I want to end the pod with just saying that if you have any desire to to make your Lancaster trip still happen as an adult, <laughs> we're here for you. Like, I, I think you should, yeah, I think you shouldn't hold yourself back. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll think, you know. It's it's something I'll think about. Do some journaling. And maybe maybe one day I'll journal about it. Maybe one day I'll find the courage and I I will go to Amish country <laughs> and I will make it known that I'm there. Um, that was under the bleachers. Our podcast about teen content. Wait, what if you went to Lancaster and then there was another 9-11? <laughs> no. You should go. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, we would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend and with a teen you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on twitter at at bleacherteens also subscribe to our patreon to kick us some support especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks and want to talk to us about your hot friends as a teen Oh my That's god. Happening on Patreon I'll this report week. on that next episode. <laughs> Patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under, under the, the bleachers. bleachers. <laughs> nice.